The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I don't they trust told me to do you. it, guys, but this is like a really nice cake, and the whole crew could get a nice big piece of birthday nice cake. Suit, so you better not throw that damn yes. thing on me. <laughs> See you later. Oh, you jerk! Get, get out of here! Come on, Catherine! Get out of here! Oh, uh, yeah, nobody's going to know what the what hell that, that is. That's right. Yeah, you were traveling, so you're, you're excused. You don't know. But last night, we did a little bit of a soft opening of our new Peacock post-game show. A right? Soft launch. Soft launch, a soft opening, whatever Works. the hell. Yeah. yeah, it's a store, it's a show, <laughs> who the hell cares? It's one of those things. But we did that. It was my birthday yesterday. I know right? this. Happy here birthday. it is. So here you go. Oh, right. No. Oh, good deflection. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've had people tell me that's 99 Madden awareness right there. Yeah. Was 90- she going to? What? Uh, yes. She she's, was. She's taken full credit for it because I said, man, it's going to be a long year for you, Catherine, because <laughs> you're going to get payback and you're just going to have to keep waiting for it to happen. She, she brought it out and I knew like something was up, but yeah. then she kind of sat there and stopped. And they must have told Jack and Rodney to talk to me for a second to distract me. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at them, and I'm thinking, she's not going to do it anymore. We've gone over it. It's not going to yeah. happen. I'm ready. And I turned around and saw it, and thank God she didn't get KT me. KT had the opening. She kind of She did. She, she, she was trying to be slow bit. and yeah. hesitate. Good thing she did. Good had thing. Had she moved quickly, it would have been right on I there. know. I know. Yeah, she did. She went easy on me. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mean she's going to avoid payback, though. I'm not going to go easy on her. We have okay? no cake, uh, Pete, right? Do we? No. So no. no cake. Okay. Did you see how it fell? It fell perfect. I didn't. It only a little piece really? fell off. It fell flat on its... Uh, did you eat look, it? there it is. It, it fell no perfect. It's, up, it's upside down. That's what I, mean. I do. I mean, I just flip cakes and they land perfectly. How That's many pieces me. on the drive back to Greenwich did you have? None. I had Come enough f- food and cake this weekend yeah. and a lot of other substances to go along with it, so <laughs> So I didn't need any more things in my body at that point. And that was like probably 1230, yeah. 12.20 last night. Yeah. So I was done with sugar for the day. I was thinking about your 41st birthday. I had you and Mike on this morning. And t- today's the last morning of my house. The kids aren't up because school starts tomorrow. Yeah. So I had it on yeah. full blast. I heard everything the first like 10 or 15 minutes. Right. Very nice gift of Mike to, to get you that jersey for, from Brian Piccolo. Crazy, Such a right? cool idea. Crazy. I was actually thinking because I saw online that it was your birthday. I should have gotten him a Bobby Stoops jersey because Bobby wore 41 at Iowa. Oh. All the Stoops brothers did. Tiny little connection between the two of you with, yeah, with your history I mean, there. He just whooped my ass every year when he was at I th- Oklahoma. I thought it might be a little sensitive, but now at 41, <laughs> we're going to laugh about it, these things. It's not sensitive at all. I yeah. mean, I would have laughed at it. You're right. I mean, I always think of him and go, oh, motherfucking Oklahoma. <laughs> but he was, uh, he was always great to me. You know, even like, uh, even after some tough losses to them, Bob Stoops always came to find me. 
and would say nice things to me as I was walking off the field, yeah. which I always appreciated. I mean, literally, like, sometimes where he was like, hey. I mean, my, my junior year, he just went, you keep playing. He goes, they're not helping you out much here. We know all about your <laughs> offense. And I remember walking off going, like, man, that's weird that yeah. a coach would say that to me. Yeah. But it made me feel good because I was going to get blamed because we lost right. against Oklahoma, even though we couldn't do anything else. And uh, that was cool. So I wouldn't have been mad if you got okay. me that. Yeah. All three of the Stoops brothers wore it, and all three are real dudes just like you talked about. I know they are. They're all you know, were, were kind of connected with Iowa when I was there. Right. And they, they just want to like have a Bud Light and talk football. No doubt. They are true ball coaches, just men's men. And yeah, I, exactly. I've enjoyed them. I got to spend a few times when I first got into the media business. I went down and covered a few Oklahoma games. Okay. And uh, let's see. At that time, you know, Bob was just coming to the end, but – one of the, I think Mark might have been on the staff there in Oklahoma. Was he down there? Yeah, it might yeah. have been. It was like a year or two. I, I, I might have him confused on which one. But either way, I got a lot of respect for, for what they do and, and what they gave to college football. I don't like them that they beat me all the time. But other than that, it was good. But, good uh, guys, yeah. We got a good weekend. We got a lot of crap to talk about here. I mean, we got quarterback stuff. We're going to do some over-under stuff today. Love AFC. the over-unders. Yes. It's a weird year with the over-unders when you first look at it because you got to remember there's an extra game. <laughs> right, I know. And that's going to change the dynamic of the over-under altogether. Yeah. Uh, but, but either way, we're going to hit on some of that. I feel like i got a good feel. I'm kind of coming into like my zone, I think, of like I kind of got my playoff teams in both conferences. I mean, I'm not going to unveil them today. Right. I mean, I'm sure you'll get a clue of where I'm going with that. But next, next week, week we'll do that. And now I just got to kind of like in my brain start to formulate who do I think is going to make the run. What you're and saying do all is that. you've had a good August. I've had a decent August. You, you had an off July. Yes. Like, literally, you were off. Right. August, you have gained command of how you feel about all these teams. Yeah. No, definitely. Well I've, done. I mean, I haven't missed much. I know that. There's maybe a few plays here and there from a few teams that I haven't seen real deep dive stuff of but as Pete could tell you I'm blowing up his phone all weekend when I'm watching games or I wake up in the morning something I didn't see I turn on film as I eat breakfast let me check this guy out that guy out so uh, I do feel like I got a pretty good feel and we'll, we'll have some fun today talking about it we will get into those over-unders and we're hitting the AFC today and I'm going to remind you I'll bring it up again you, you did pretty well last year so okay. I'm kind of setting you up a little yeah because the, the the bar was set with the winning record for right. your picks last year. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was. I did pretty solid last I year. Did. I did, and yeah. I think even some of the ones I missed. I mean, I just barely missed. It wasn't like I was far off. You were right on. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's coming. Yeah. Let's start with some quarterback stuff. The, the preseason has been nice to us. Yeah. Giving us some real quarterback issues. We're not even fabricating here. No. Some things going on. Let, let's start with the 49ers. Yeah. And Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance traded off like during drives. Over the weekend. Yes. That was new. new. That was unexpected. So I'm going to ultimately ask you what you would do there right. in each one of these situations. But right. what did you think about that mix and how Kyle played that? Uh, I wasn't sure. I guess the first thing that jumped, I didn't think we, I didn't know if we would see that like in the preseason. I thought maybe it might be something that he held out to the regular season and kind of just unveiled it and was like, huh, yep. I mean, you heard all the chatter, but here it is. There's Trey Lance. But I think either way, like any obsessed coach, you know, they're type A, they worry about everything. They don't want to just unveil it in week one. You know, one thing that jumped out to me about preseason week number three, you saw some teams and I want to go, no, we might have thought they were going to play this way, but they're playing this way and this is what they're going to do. They showed you in preseason game three. That was a dress rehearsal and that's they're going to be their new thing. So, hey, I'll go back to what I said. I, I've said two things all along, all right? From the get-go, I've always, I, we can go back to spring, I said I thought it would be Jimmy Garoppolo starts and they're going to have a package for Trey Lance in every game. Mm -hmm. I said that all the way. We got an early training camp 
And the way some talk was going, the first game by Trey Lance, and I went, I don't know, maybe Trey Lance can do this. Maybe Shanahan needs to just throw him out there and start the Trey Lance era. Stop all the bullshit of back-and-forth quarterbacking and all that type of stuff. But I think between the first preseason game, which was solid against the Chiefs, had that game plan 80-yard touchdown pass, but then preseason game number two against the Chargers, and then preseason game number three yesterday uh, against the Raiders, you can't start Trey Lance yet. He just. What's the biggest reason you say that? You can't trust Trey Lance in obvious passing situations yet. And like, if a, uh, you, you could be in trouble in that aspect, and just where, hey, listen, he, like we've talked about, he hasn't played enough, a ton of football. He's learning how to be a pocket passer, you know, learning how to make certain throws in the NFL. But, you know, we've seen one thing we've seen consistently through three games is. Open receivers missed. Yeah. Right? I mean, and he was under 50% yesterday. Uh, under 50%. In the preseason. I know. I know. Exactly right. You know it's going to be base looks. And yeah. some of the misses were like, whoa, he's wide open mm-hmm. and you missed him. So, you know, that that's where I think you can't start him. But – what Shanahan did yesterday, I think, is a true picture of what you're going to see early on in the year, or at least till Jimmy G falters and they feel like Trey Lance now can, wait, pick it up, and he's good in the offense and knows how to drop back pass and do all those things. But I don't know how Shanahan could trust him to be the starting quarterback. I mean, you got in a fir- few first third downs. Yeah. You know, you, you, we've seen it's it's been borderline a few times disaster to where I think that would scare him. Right. I think this is the right approach, what we saw yesterday, and it's going to be a handful for teams to defend. A couple of things. If you're yeah. If you're not watching with us, if you just listened, we just ran the graphic of what they both did during the three preseason games. Garoppolo, I think 10 for 16, basic but efficient. Yeah. Trey Lance, not only under 50% yesterday, 6 out of 13, he's under 50% the entire preseason. Exactly right. And at times, and I think you've done a nice job of pointing this out the last couple of seasons we've been doing this, numbers don't mean everything. They can be misleading. Definitely. But in the preseason, if your quarterback's less than 50%, yeah. it's at least a little bit of a red flag. No doubt. Another one that jumps out to me, yeah. and no matter what kind of offense a team is running, right. I, I'd love to look at yards per attempt. And it should be around 7-ish. Sure. If you're pushing 8 or 9, that's great. Yes, right. If you're down around 7, it's, it's acceptable. Threw the ball 13 times yesterday for 46 yards. Yeah. In any offense, whether it's August or December, that's really bad. Yeah. You don't call 13 passes to average less than four times per those attempts. So, yeah, 3.5 three yards and a half per yards, attempt. As, yeah. as Pete chimes right. in. Yeah, exactly, Pete. Thank you for that. So, uh, I agree you can't start him. Yeah. You think this might be the start of something, though, using both of them. Do you think it'll be as extreme, as radical as like during, during the same series or from one series to the next or just like. Okay, he's going to play two series in this game, maybe one in the first, maybe one in the third. How do you see that playing I out? I think it's going to play out like we saw yesterday. Really? I don't think they'll be like, hey, here, this is your whole series. I don't. I think he's going to try to do this. It would a- be so new. I know. And li- listen, I'll say this right off the bat. Like, hey, there's risk, and I'm going to hit on that in a second. Yeah. But um, as I said today to Florio on PFT, if there's a guy in football who can pull this off, it's Shanahan. You know, Shanahan, first off, we know how creative, creative he is on the offensive side of the yep. ball. One thing you could say about Kyle Shanahan, whether you like him or not, I don't really give a damn. The one thing we know is players love him. You, you can't find a – I mean, they're, they cut players and they're like, thank God for the 49ers taking me. Kyle's awesome <laughs> and he's a genius. Like, they just cut you. 
but, but he's still a genius. Like, so it tells you. Kyle has a special way to communicate. He has a special way to sell things to his football team. Mm. I know that about him. You know, that's a little thing I think he stole even from John Gruden, if we wanted to really get into the weeds there a little bit. Where if Gruden had a new play, yeah. he was going to have a tape and show it to the offense and go, this is why we're going to run this play, and this is why it makes sense. And you get the team to buy in. Shanahan's going to do the same thing. You know, we know the team likes Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's going to explain to them and show them true schematics. Even guys that are like, I don't give a fuck about these schematics. What is he talking about? He's going to show them to go, wait, this is why I got Trey Lance in. Look at the bind we're putting this defense in. Look mm. at this backside linebacker, all the things he's got to worry about. And we saw that. where He, he was really working that run-pass option, no doubt. keep the ball, hand it off. Right. College-ish. Guys, Lamar Jackson-ish. Yeah. That's what I would there say. You, you know, we saw, like, hey, Mozart offset to the left. Yep. You know, there's Trey Lance. He gives the ball to Mozart, but also, so Mozart's running the right. But the right guard and right tackle pull left in case Lance wants to keep the ball, and now he's got two lead blockers yeah. if, the, if the look is right. So that is going to be a handful for teams to go. And then Shanahan, come on, that's probably just the tip of the iceberg. He's going to have some real, I'm sorry, Kristen, for this one, some real fuckage for everybody to deal with. That's, that's a new, a new word, right? I heard it. Yeah, it's, it's like it's some real fuckage. Like, I don't know, we're fucked. I don't know what the <laughs> hell to do here. Like, he's going to have something else to that, just mm. knowing him. It's not just going to be, oh, we got Lamar Jackson plays and we're good. Yeah. So that's scary that way. I do think this is what we're going to see, though. I don't think you're going to just see, like, Trey, you take a series. Okay. Jimmy, you take a series. Uh, to me, that's riskier than – what they're doing here. Yeah. I think you stay in a better rhythm as a quarterback a little bit if it's like, okay, I'm in the game. I had two plays yeah. if yeah. I'm Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Okay, now I'm off for a play or two, but I'm right back in again, okay, and I was on the sidelines for a second. I would rather that I kind of think the other way. You do? I, I, I think it would be best-case right. scenario for Trey Lance. Right. Like, what? I don't have to have the entire game? Yeah. I can come in and just do my thing? Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Right. Sign me up. If you're Garoppolo, you're a veteran. If you're three out of four... You don't want to see that other guy come jogging in. Yeah, no, you I want hear to keep you. It going. I hear you. I get that. I, I mean, there, there's definitely. Listen, this is why this is not perfect. This is not going to be perfect, and there is some risk to this as well. I guess the other thing I say to what you're saying, because I know what you're saying. You're right. You're in a good groove. I want to do this, whatever else. Yeah. But I would also go, man, if they do play Trey Lance for two series, there you are on the sidelines for two you're fucking series. You're yeah. standing there. Yeah. So that stinks. And then my ultimate point would just be. I think you're more of a pain in the butt to the other team with switching them. Like, I'm glad you took it there. That's Keep where I going, think. You know I, what I mean? I, I certainly have a follow-up that, That's where I would be like, because now, oh, Trey Lance is in. All, right, all we got to do is think about Trey Lance and his plays, and that's what he does. Okay. Now, if you're doing both, you're like, wait, Jimmy Garoppolo, play action, boots. Oh, no, Shanahan run scheme. Okay, we're all over that. Hey, here, oh, what's the call, defensive coordinator? Oh, okay, under China, cover one. Okay. Oh, wait, Lance is in? Oh, no. Wait, okay, guys. Blah, blah, blah. And now you have to make a bunch of different calls and aware every make right. everybody else aware of now like a totally different skill set so that to me would be maybe more of an advantage you would get mm -hmm. by doing that and also i think you're not putting as much pressure on lance either I by agree. playing it that I way agree. their way so it's, it's a tough one i'm not saying it's perfect um, no i don't think so either yeah. I, I, I think it's fun to think about i didn't yeah. think of this as an option you and i did talk last week about the possibility of trey playing Couple three series in the in the traditional way, even right. though it doesn't happen much. If you think about quarterbacks sharing time, I never thought about them playing on the same series. And one of my first thoughts was, okay, Chris has made this point that it's over. This this thinking that you're screwing with the D coordinator by playing a running quarterback. There are running quarterbacks all yes. over the league. This right. isn't ten years ago. This right. isn't four years ago. Right. They're used to this, but. 
if you reshuffle the deck and say, okay, I understand that. I understand if we roll out Trey in the second quarter, it's not really a surprise to you, and you're used to playing against running quarterbacks. Yeah. If you do it throughout a series, right. that's, that hasn't been done. Yes. That's new, that and is that new. may indeed – to the fuckage point, yes. mess with the other defensive coordinators. Like, I think oh, so. Okay, I don't know how to handle this right. series. I don't know what to expect here. I kind of just got to sit back and wait and see what he's going to do with the quarterbacks here. Yeah. And you're not going to have the feel for, you know, probably down and distance all the time of when it's going to happen. I mean, I don't think they're going to take Garoppolo out on third downs and be like, Trey Lance, you're in here on third and eight. Yeah. But if it's third and three, he might. Yeah. Because now you still have the threat of the run. He can boot, quarterback keep, whatever else. So there's that aspect of it. But I think, like, to what you're saying, that's where we're going. Like, I brought up the point to Mike today. You know, I, I do think people are a little bit like, oh, gosh, you got to prepare for both. And I want to be like, listen, I, I know that's a pain in the butt, but, like, we can go Patriots, Bills, Ravens, Saints, Cardinals, Eagles, Bears to a degree if Justin Fields gets yeah. in there. And we've seen it from Mitchell Trubisky. Seattle with Russell Wilson yep. at times. I know it's not as much. Dallas did it with Dak Prescott. They probably won't hear early in the year. And even Houston with, with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. They all had quarterback design yeah. runs. So this is not like it's going to be like, oh, no, we've never seen this it's before. It's not a new concept. But it's going to be Shanahan, mm-hmm. which to me – is going to be more creative. He's going to have to find a few ways for the fuckage. Yep. Sorry, Kristen. It's the last time I'll say it. Okay? <laughs> With that, on defenses, I yeah. believe. And, you know, um, Florio brought up the good point. With, like He was just going, yes, but, you know, it's still like you're saying. Those other teams, it's one quarterback. Yep. So it, but now it's two different mindsets between like what you're saying. It's Garoppolo. It's Lance. And I, I think that's yeah. where it could be interesting. Now, yeah. there's risk, too. To, to me, the risk comes down to one person. Yeah. And I, I believe Kyle Shanahan would have a great time and pull it off. Yeah. As I said, I think it's best case scenario for Trey Lance. And I, I think the entire team will be will, would buy into it. I think they'd be excited about it. One person, I think, will make this work or not work if if they do it. Yeah. And that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Of course. It's yeah. so against what a guy who's almost 30 years old with that many starts wants to do. Incredible pressure on him. He's in yeah. a no-win situation to a degree. I mean, it's tough. I mean, he can win. I mean, I get that. But again, as I've made the point before, this is different than Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drew Brees has like, got the key to the city of New Orleans, is well-established, Hall of Famer. They weren't doing it within the same series. Exactly better. right. You know, And they might have been, but it was at a point where it was like, okay, like I'm content with my career. Oh, yeah. I'm the man still. It was Drew's team. And this guy will help us out yes. and win this. Like, different. Garoppolo is not established like that. People are foaming at the mouth and now to get replace him and start the Trey Lance era. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, again, that's where this could be dicey too, especially for a team like that I do believe is a Super Bowl legit contender. Right. You know, this is where you can divide a fan base, divide a locker room. Oh, Jimmy G has a few bad series or whatever. And then those plays they sprinkled in with Trey Lance were they really worked. good. Or, and all of a sudden right. everybody's booing Jimmy G and right. that's start Trey Lance. And that's the problems that I would worry about a little he bit. He could also be six out of eight and rolling. And Trey could come in and go 0 for 2 or 1 for 3. Fumble the ball, do sure. something like that, yeah, whatever. Right? Yeah, right. doesn't mean he can't play, but right. it very well might happen. Right. And that will put Kyle in a tough that spot. That is going to put Kyle in. Because everyone's going to go, well, Jimmy G was hot. Why right. did you do that? Yeah. You took him out of his rhythm. And you put the young guy in after he was hot and he fumbled and you you lost the game. So that's that's what they're they're going to have yeah. to deal with. Now, what would they you made do their bed. What would you do? I would do... I think I would do what they're. I, I would do what they're doing. 
what I they, would. What they did, I think it was yesterday. Yes, what they what did they yesterday. Did yes, yeah. I would. I, I, I am... Um, I think you got to keep the big picture in mind. You've mm-hmm. heard me say from the start, like you can't just let Trey Lance sit on the bench. He hasn't played enough football. Yeah. He's got to play a little bit, especially with everything you traded away for him. And, you know, yeah, I think I favor this aspect more than the you take two series, you take two series. I don't. I don't. I think that will take an offense out of its rhythm mm-hmm. as compared to hey, here's Jimmy outside zone. Here's Jimmy play action pass. It's first down. Here comes Trey Lanson. Oh gosh, Lamar Jackson play. Boom, first down. Jimmy's back in. Right. I, I, I think you're better off that than hey, Jimmy sit on the bench for two series. And yeah. if he's on fire, he might go in for a third series. He might have to sit there. Right. But if he shits the bed here, yes. you might have to go in after this first series. Like that to me is annoying too. So I, I think he's onto something. We'll see if he can pull it off. The line. Lions week. The Lions next two weeks just changed. Yes. Because I, I think that's who they play. They do. One, Lions Pete? and Eagles, first two games for them. Okay. Yeah, on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Lions are going to be out their, their hands full. Their feels a whole lot different. Well, yeah. it definitely does. Now, let me just say this just through that real quick. Yeah. Where, that defensive staff, you know where they came from? New Orleans. Oh, yeah. So this won't be their first rodeo knowing how to defend this either. Yeah. You know? So I'm just I'm interested to see how it all goes. I really am. It's, it's a dicey situation. I th- yeah. Um, it's a fun one. It I is mean, a fun one. Th- th- there's a lot of predictability in the preseason. And even though, you know, the, the storyline might change a little bit with each game, this is an unexpected new fun one. So yeah, thank you, Kyle We've never Shanahan. seen anything like it's it. great. We've never seen anything like it. Like, listen, I don't think you're going to see – I know we're going to hit on this in a second. Like, the Patriots and like, – there's no way I don't think Bill Belichick would ever do that. Yeah. I don't think he'd ever do it. He made a comment after the game or this morning yeah. that I read where he was just like um, – they asked him about it, and he's like, well, no. He said something about, like – I think we needed to tell our team who's playing and who's starting. Not like let's keep everybody else guessing. He was like, no, no, it's yeah. about our team, yeah. and we got to start forming what we are. Right. And that, you know, that that's more of me and my thought process. Yeah. But Shanahan's a mad scientist, and like I said, if anybody can figure this out and pull it off, it's yeah. Him. Pete, can we can we jump order, reverse order here a little bit, and go right to the Pats since Chris took yeah, there? Sure. Awesome. Okay, Cam Newton. Wait, do we do we one last thing? I'm yeah, sorry to cut no, you off. Do we have pictures good. or anything of Trey Lance? Let's okay. well stay Pete step the fuck in and tell me to show the f- Well, he, do it again. I th- I think <laughs> he, I think he probably told me and I was fuckage. listening to you. Pete, that's on me. Yeah, he that's, told me too. He told me, me too. All right. All right. So let's, let's let's take a look before we move on to the Patriots. Okay. Let's look at a few of the th- things they did here. This is Trey Lance running the the read option over Trey the Lance okay. running their versions of the read options. This is going to be a hander to, handoff to Mozart. It's going to go to our left. The offense is right. Go ahead. Let's play it. Let's see the, the next snapshot. But you see right here, like, see, this is the first problem that causes for you. Who the fuck's got the ball, and mm-hmm. there's no keys you can read on the offensive line, right? One side of the line's blocking down. The other side's pulling the other way. The back's going this way. I don't know if the back or the tailback's got the ball right now. So it creates great confusion for the, especially, like, the second level, the linebacker. I'm sure, like, 54 and 49 are right now are like, oh, shit, I don't know where this ball is or who's got it. Either way, it causes, in this picture, the left end number 51 to pause, and it gives Mozart the ability now to run around the corner and not be touched. Let's go to the next picture or, or the next frame there. So, see, now you see, they, are, they did their job. You know, I don't know – what he reads on this one as far as when he can keep it 
He, he, I, you know, they do have an unblocked guy on the end there that's kind of your lost in, in 60s blocking one guy, and there's another guy behind him. But either way, it makes 51 on the left pause there. Mostert, one of the fastest tailbacks in the game. Boom, he gets around the edge for, I'm going to say, what was it, a 15, 20-yard game? Yeah, 17-yard game, Pete says. So that's, that, and that's, a, that's a Lamar Jackson Baltimore yeah. scheme right yeah. there. And I'm interested to see, you know, where that goes. But, yeah, I mean – I've seen, you know, you know my thoughts on Shanahan. Yeah. And then you start doing some of that stuff with some play-action pass and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be a pain in the butt. Makes me think maybe he had this in the back of mind the entire time. I think so. I think so. You know, I, I do think – I think I said early on in the draft process or somewhere in there that I do think Shanahan was a little bit intrigued by – a lot of people are trying to steal my offense – He's got a few coaches around the league now that are running his system, and this is like Trey Lance. I can bring a new element that unless you have a stud running quarterback, you're not going to be able to copy this stuff. And I do think, like to your point, it probably was in the back of his mind. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're good there. Pete, you want Chris, any more pictures? Am I okay to move it? To, uh, <laughs> I'm happy to do either one. <laughs> no, you're good. Let's we go. got two quarterbacks playing the same series here. Okay. So Patriots. Yeah. Cam Newton, Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Pete, you want to roll the – let's kick this one off here with the uh, Cam against Mac preseason, kind of what they've done. Sure. So, Cam Newton is good. 14 yeah. out of 21, buck 62, one touchdown, one pick. Mac Jones got a lot more work, more than uh, more than twice as much. He was right. 36 out of 52, almost 70%, one touchdown, no interceptions. It was a lot more the same for Mac Jones against the Giants. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. He was really good once really again. Good. Cam started – Played a little bit. Yeah. His numbers are misleading. I thought one of the best balls he threw the entire preseason got picked. Yeah, it was a great throw. It was a Thank great you. throw. That threw like a 30-yard laser. Laser hit the guy Very both NFL hands. Kind of th- right. He just right. kind of – Blake Martinez made a made fantastic play. play. Right. Okay. I mean, he's making a few million dollars himself. He's right. allowed to make a play too. But right. that was a really good throw. So the, the, the numbers – this is a case where Cam's numbers were a little bit right. misleading. But um, as Coach Fry used to say, the hay is in the barn. Mm-hmm. So you know what you have with both in the preseason. Bill said after the game, we have to make some decisions. Yeah, I know. You, what would you do here? He's 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 made some curious comments. You know, I mean, even Thursday, he opened up my eyes where he just said, "I have no timetable on the decision." It was the yeah. first time he recognized there was a decision. Mm-hmm. He'd kind of been cam, 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 and yes. now all of a sudden it was like, "No, there's actually he's thinking about something here." I would be shocked if it's not cam. You know why? Well, I don't think it would be that big of a shock. I. I you're maybe not a big shock. You're right. I mean, but, New England but, could pull But you're it off. leaning toward Cam. I'm leaning towards Cam for, all right, just here's my first few base yeah. reasons right off the bat. I mean, he didn't start a preseason game, so now we're going to throw him out in week one. Against the, Cam. You get, oh, no, no, but Mac, Mac yes. right? He hasn't yeah. started a preseason game, but now we're going to throw him out week one, mm-hmm. right? We all know, listen, as awesome as he's been, the offense he's running, yes, it's empty, you know, Tom Brady-ish. But it's not the next level of the playbook yet. Sure. Some of the plays they run in, like when it's reg- first-team defense, regular season, some of that shit's not going to work. So they're going to have to expand more on what they do in that aspect, let alone we know defenses are going to expand. So it plays into his favor preseason football to a degree because it's simple looks. It's, hey, I'm smart, and I know he can do a lot of great stuff and all that stuff too, but it's simple on the offensive side of the ball too to where he can execute. I think Bill's smart enough to know like regular season's a different animal. Yep. And then my other thing would be after, like, hey, you haven't started any preseason games, and now we're going to start you week one. Week one's the Miami Dolphins. Mm. The Dolphins are real. 
The talent is Especially real. Especially defensively. And they, all the defensive coaches are from New England. Yeah, yeah. So that would scare me to be like, hey, Mac, go out against them. They know our playbook and they know all our rules. Mm-hmm. Now you go beat them. I think they have more of an advantage to go, let's put Cam in the backfield. They've never really been here when we did the quarterback run design stuff, right. floors and all them. And there's more fuckage to be had. Sorry, might be the last you one. You lied sure. to Kristen. I know. Uh, <laughs> there more, that there more of that there to be had yep. uh, than Mac Jones. And now, again, I think this is like, if Cam falters in the first few weeks, it'll be a short leash. I think what Mac Jones has done now is given them enough confidence to go, we'll be okay with Mac to like what your point is. Right. But I still think it's tough to just throw him there right away. And I do still think that the team is not at Tom Brady, empty, Wes Welker, Edelman, Gronk, and Hernandez, and everybody are out there, and I can just pick people apart that way, that way. I don't think they're there yet. I think they're more towards what I've always said, the Cam Newton, like, hey, we got two tight ends. We got maybe the best run-blocking offensive line in football. Run games are thing. And Cam can accentuate that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's not as good and empty in some of the two-minute stuff that Mac Jones is. Yeah. But he's played a lot of football. He's won some big games. And we can formulate the play-action passes and things like that to where we know he can hit and he's very comfortable in that mode right. to play that style of football. Right. I, I don't know. That's where I lean. I, w- I mean, you're right. I mean, Mac Jones started. I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh. I guess I'd just be right. a little bit like, man, I never thought he'd start a rookie week one. Yeah. That's, I guess that's where I'd be a little bit. To me, it falls under one of these categories yeah. of, uh, go back to a, a baseball analogy, tie goes to. Yeah. So in baseball, it's obviously tie goes to the runner. Right. This is, to me, kind of a tie. It's and what makes it close. E- yeah. extra interesting on this set, these are two quarterbacks who you have taken up for and liked a little more than other people at the right. times they were being evaluated the most. Right. Last season when Cam was struggling, you saw some more positive while people were seeing sure. a lot of negative. Sure. When Mac Jones was coming out in the draft, some people were like, oh, he's, maybe, maybe he's a little better. You raised both hands and said, this guy's really, 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 really good. good. Yeah. So I was looking forward to hearing what your, what your tiebreaker was because these are two guys that you have stood up for. Yeah. You pounded the table for and Definitely. said they're a little better than what people are saying right now. Yes. And it sounds like a tie goes to his experience and maybe a little more his running ability. I think so. That Mac doesn't have. I think so. Because, I, I don't. you know, again, they got some new pieces in the past game. Are they really going to be able to install everything they want that they had with Brady, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, all new? Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to get as deep and intricate into that yet to be able to just go, we can totally take advantage of Mac Jones and all those type of things. Hey, mm-hmm. maybe in week five or six when he starts to even learn more of the offense because it's just it's all going to expand now. You know, you saw cover three and cover two and all-out blitz in, in preseason. You know, now you're going to be like, wait, it's, it's cover six, it's cover eight. Wait, it's, it's they're, they're showing four-week blitz and they're dropping out and then it's Tampa two. And it's, the whole world's going to change that way. He's going to have to do more at the line of scrimmage. And I don't know, I just, I don't imagine Belichick and them doing that to him, even though yeah. I, he's probably capable of handling it. I just don't think they're going to throw him into the Wolves' den quite like that. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll see. I mean, it's interesting nonetheless, but I do think Cam will be on a short leash yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, but, but here's the last thing. Yep. I know Mac's been awesome. Mm-hmm. I think Mac's awesomeness has put pressure on Kyle and the Trey Lance thing, too, because they'll forever be linked. Forever. But I, he I, couldn't do with Mac what it looks like he's going to do. No, absolutely not. No, it's so. not. No, you're right. It's a different look. I would go, no, but he could do things that Jimmy Garoppolo can't, and you'd go, ooh, yep. gosh, this looks good. But either way, my point was that, yes, I, just, I think they'll err on Cam. 
And if it doesn't start out good, sluggish, whatever, and they don't like the look of it, I think nonetheless he's given them the confidence. And here was what I was going to say. Uh, Cam's, Cam's had a good training camp. He I has. know that for a fact. Yeah. And if it weren't for this little COVID blip here he mm-hmm. had with the stupid misunderstanding and all that, yeah. he was really in a groove. Anybody you talk to, they will tell you Philadelphia, that week of practice, that game, he tore it up. Mm-hmm. He was really in a groove of having some of his best days putting it together. So, you know, I think they're in a good spot with him, uh, but we'll see. I mean, I think I will be, sh- I will be shocked if Bill was Mac. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I, I mean, yeah, I'll be shocked. I just feel like he'll go with the veteran guy here to start the year. In one way, maybe Bill was tipping his hand and telling all of us that nothing has really changed, even though Mac is playing well, that Cam didn't get off to statistically a great start, and he didn't leave him in there. He didn't say, God, let's, let's give him a couple series to look good, lead him to a score. Maybe he's that confident in him already where he's like, Cam's my guy anyway. Yeah. Matt could come in and go 15 out of 15 and Cam Newton start in week one. I think so. I think that's that's what we're looking at. And he's going, wait, let's get let's get Mac work. Yep. Because we know, yeah, Cam, Cam might go in a funk throwing the football like he did last year, and this guy's got to be ready to go. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we can't, we're not going seven and nine this year. So yeah. if that, if seven that, and ten. Seven and ten. <laughs> if that shit happens, they, they will, you know, make the move and, and do what they got to do. But I am expecting to, to see Cam week one. Over under a little tease here. The Pats nine and a half. Ooh, we'll get That's there in a later. minute. That's coming later. Any other Pats quarterbacks thoughts before no, we move to I th- Chicago? I think uh, I think we hit it all. I don't think there was anything more to jump on it. Do we have the? I mean, you, you hit on the good throw. I mean, but I will say just this: Mac is phenomenal. He's, he's been, been phenomenal. terrific. Yeah, he's been I great. Mean, just his feel in the pocket. You know the throws, everything. It's it's um it's really amazing. You know really what he's is. been. I wrote down quick minded. Yeah, it's something I always wanted to be and never was in yes. the pocket there. But he knows what he's doing the second he gets that ball. I mean, he doesn't get caught holding it very often. No, he does. Knows not. where it's supposed to go. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw. You know, and I know you were um, traveling and everything. But let's see, it would have been in the. Uh, I guess it was the Zubar Zuber seventeen yard pass in the third quarter. Right, it was a little like seam route on the left side. Okay. That, to me, is explains exactly what you're talking Threw about. Threw it behind him a little. Threw it behind yeah. him. They got the touchdown. Yes. That one, right? Yep. Because he knew they were playing a defense where the outside corner was going to be responsible for coming in to steal the seam route. Yeah. Right? The outside receiver just ran six yards and a hitch. And they have an underneath coverage guy that's supposed to get out there, and then the corner has to get over to the seam. And this the way they play cover three. Yeah. He knew that. That's why yeah. he got the ball out quick, stopped him. Right. So, like, mate, yeah, that cover corner is going to be banging out on you, but he can't break this ball up. I'll protect you with the throw. And then, yeah. of course, he gets in the end zone. And to me, that's where he's a little next level than the rest of these rookie quarterbacks. And thinking about high level, I think it was on that play, and there were a couple of other ones too, Chris, where his nuance level in the pocket that we saw yeah. when we were watching him last spring mm-hmm. really comes out. I think that was one of the plays. If you, if you go back and watch really closely – the second he gets the snap, and most of us, you get the snap, and you're already kind of looking to where you're going. The snap comes, your eyes are off the defense. He gets the snap, and while he's taking that step back, he's still looking yeah, at the he's defense. At Brady the does that well. Right. Not everybody does that, and he's doing that already. Definitely. And the second thing that makes me think of nuance is whether it's a three-step or a five-step or the occasional, I mean, every now and then there's a seven where, where they're rolling out a little bit. The second he hits his last step, the, ball, the ball's out. Definitely. It's 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 never a wasted motion movement anything. So it's I mean, not just the the decision that's good; it's the timing definitely that's also there. Definitely, uh, you know, it's listen, been fun he, to watch. A hundred percent. And here's another aspect that he'll bring that even like, you know, Brady didn't have this part. When if he does get in and get in all that, Mac, you know, people don't know this. 
New England didn't run bootlegs right. for 19 years because Brady can't run, so they couldn't run boots. They didn't run three-step drop passing game. It was non non-existent because Brady wasn't necessarily quick enough and twitchy enough to do those type of things. He's going to have that element of the offense too, which I think is going to be neat. You know, they haven't really had that. Cam's not really that way either to be like a three-step guy. Right. You know, he does do the bootlegs. We know that. But I think it's just another interesting aspect that Mac. You know, he's he's a decent little athlete, and you said it. The way he moves in the pocket when he knows like wait, there's somebody going to be open. I'm going to buy a little more time so this guy can get to where I know he's going to be open. Boom, hits him. Or just knowing, like, hey, I got the ball. This is a look. Here we go. Let me get it out of my hand. Boom. Right. I mean, he's got it both, which is, uh, which is special. In the end, it's a lot of praise for the rookie Mac Jones, but a vote for, for Cam Newton. I'm going Cam early on. Just knowing New England and that staff and their style, uh, yeah, I'm going to err on, err on that, but I think it is a very short leash for Cam Newton. Okay, we have one more of these quarterback situations to run through where we ultimately want to get Chris to what he would do, and that's in Chicago. Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. It's felt the entire time, and Matt right. Nagy has basically said it, that it's going to be Andy Dalton, but he hasn't come out and just said, this is the guy, period, end of story. And Justin Fields has played well, and I thought he played really well, 7 out of 10. 54 yards, not a lot of yards, right. but he, he just looked good executing the offense he and does. had a nice touchdown pass against Tennessee. How would you handle this one? You know, I, I would go with Fields from the get-go. I would. And just 100% him. Just 100% It's your him. game. Yes. Go get it. I, yeah, I would. I would just manage it, try to play through my defense and do that type of stuff. You know, we've, we've hit on it. You know, listen, have I seen everything I need to see from Justin Fields? No, I haven't. As I've told you, I'm not going to change this. I have, we have yet to see really a moment where he's got to stay in the pocket and step on the pedal and make an accurate throw. He's made a lot of nice throws. Again, I'm not trying to take it away from him. But a lot of them are just like, oh, here's the 10-yard out. He's open. Let me throw mm-hmm. it in rhythm. Oh, here's the fade route. Let me just throw it in rhythm. He's looked better in the shorter rhythm game than Lance and, and, and the same kind of Definitely. situations. He throws more appropriate balls and more catchable in balls. In that 10-yard number. Yeah. Yes. I mean, again, Lance, if you watch yesterday, every ball is a wobbler, hard knuckler. Yeah. You know? And you could tell the receivers, even some of the catches yesterday, they have a hard time catching it. They catch it, and it's like, whoa, they fought that one. Good thing they brought it in. Yeah, Fields, the one thing he, I feel like, has learned about his throwing motion is don't overthrow, and I can control the ball all the time. Mm. The problem is when we get into regular season football, you're going to have to overthrow sometimes. Like The window's going to be tight. You're going to have to be like, okay, i got to put some elbow juice into this one and throw it in there. I haven't seen that, which I would like to see, but that's not an end-all, be-all for me. Yeah, I would still go with Fields you know, for my same reasons. Now, having said all that, they're going to go with Andy Dalton, and the way they called that game the other day, they made sure Justin Fields wasn't going to be the star of that game. Mm-hmm. They called... Very base, offensive plays. He did a nice job, but it wasn't special. They weren't going to call, like, roll out, throw back left, and do that, so they had to hear it for the next two weeks about, you're stupid for starting Andy Dalton, and yeah. start Justin Fields. I really thought that was – I was watching the game live on Saturday night. I thought there was a concerted effort to just go, let's run our offense, but let's not do anything special for him so we don't have to hear this crap out there all the time and do that. I would start – you know my thoughts. I'm not going to change them. I mean, I think Justin Fields can handle it. The quarterback design runs. Everybody always talks about, oh, you know, the, the, the you know, Andy um, or Aaron Donald's going to be there. And, and, 
you know, Andy Dalton, you know, he'll be able to get the ball out of his hand and do those things. Okay, maybe, yeah. I mean, yes, he's obviously got more of a, a, a you know, uh, what the hell am I trying to say? Um, not a veteran presence, but he, he's been there, done that. Yeah, he's he, experienced. Thank you for the fucking word. I could not spit it out. <laughs> he has more experience that way, so I understand that. But at the same time, I don't know if that necessarily on third and eight helps your offensive line either. Right. I don't know. Again, I just I've seen the offense. I think Fields is a special physical talent. So would you? I mean, we we just spent a lot of time talking yeah. about the fact that um, Kyle Shanahan just may very well go with both quarterbacks. If you start Andy Dalton, and I'm not going to throw this out there because I think it's a, it's a very unique situation what Kyle might do with yeah, every series. Right. But w- would you give Justin Fields a couple three series a game? I do. Yeah, I would. I would give Justin Fields some series for sure. I would definitely have a package of plays for him as well. To go in. I don't know if Matt Nagy. I don't think Matt Nagy can pull it off the way Shanahan mm. does and all those type of things. I mean, again, I think Shanahan's pretty special. Um, but you know, the Matt Nagy normal, prototypical pocket passer type quarterback offense is not my cup of tea. I'm right. sorry, and that's where I go. Fields, I think, can really help the football team out. But I think ultimately, yeah, they're going to be too scared. I understand it in L.A. season opener. You know, they haven't had fans in that damn stadium yet, so this is going to be the first time that. And I'm sure that scares them. There's no doubt. I I understand that that thought process, but I would be one to just go. Let's do it, and let's manage him and and play an ugly football game week one. Who do you think is a better running threat in the rookie quarterbacks between Fields and Lance? I don't know. Fields, for sure. Fields is special. Fields is another gear that Trey Lance does not have, let alone Fields is a bigger man uh, altogether. I mean, Lance, I'll say, Lance is fast. We know that. I've been underwhelmed by Lance's speed so far. I haven't gone, oh, wow, whoa, he turned the corner there. I go, yeah, he's fast. That's great. Fields on a few runs, I've gone, whoa, I know it's second teamers, but he's the fastest guy in the field. Mm. Right. And he does it easy. It's not like he's out of control. He's kind of like 95% running 4 4 9 and like ready to cut or get out of bounds or do whatever. So that's where. Yeah, he's uh, he's been damn good. So I don't know if that's going to be another one where it's just going to be like maybe it's going to be like the New England thing. Yeah, we start Andy Dalton. It's a real short leash. Yeah, you know, if we get through a game and a half and it's week two against Cincinnati and we're zero and one and we're not playing good in the second third quarter against the Bengals, okay, maybe it starts Justin Fields. Here we go in the right. second half. That type of thing. I think that's maybe probably what we're going to see. The, the, I would go with Fields though and just start. Okay, it. I would. The the one thing you would have in Chicago, the one thing you would open the door to if you are playing Fields uh, a. a healthy amount during a game yeah but starting Andy Dalton right. that you would not have in San Francisco if, if both guys are playing because Jimmy Garoppolo has a nice history of success there That's, people wanted to be better different, yeah but th- there's probably there ought to be a pretty good trust in him definitely Andy Dalton doesn't have that in Chicago exactly yet right they can't wait to get more Justin Fields exactly so if he right. comes in in his series and does well it's going to be insane I, I'm glad you cleared up because there's the diff- there's differences here in these scenarios yes there and that is the difference right there Garoppolo has cachet in his own locker room, right. his own organization, yep. and certainly has a faction of the fan base that's still like, well, we still can win with this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago, they're like, no, we've seen Andy Dalton. We've had enough. Yeah. He hasn't been our guy that's ever brought us to the promised land anyways, yeah. so we don't care about him. And we've been watching this guy on college football dominate the last few years. We'd like to start him. And that's, it is a different scenario altogether uh, where I think they'll be – you know, yes, less give and take for Andy Dalton as compared to maybe Jimmy Garoppolo in his situation. Justin Fields, 5.6 yards per attempt. Yeah. And that's per pass, correct, Pete? 
that's passing. So it has been it's been conservative, very. But I mean, I'll, I'll point out too. Fields was seven out of ten. That's awfully good. Yeah. Even though they they weren't like shots downfield, whereas. Trey Lance was six out of thirteen. Yeah, big difference. Big difference. De- De- Justin Fields. De- Justin Fields hasn't shown the power in his arm that Trey Lance has shown, mm-hmm. but Justin Fields has not lost control of the ball in the right. preseason. Right. He hasn't had a throw where I went, "Whoa, he lost that." That was whoa, that was almost a disaster. Trey Lance has had like, I, you know, three or four throws in every game so far where I go, "Whoa." Yeah. Like, damn, he missed that. Or, whoa, that's not the appropriate pass there. And it was consistent throughout August, whereas I think Fields with that last performance against Tennessee, especially in that underneath game, that, that timing and rhythm passing yes. game, he has the intangible of the last thing he did in that department was the best. Yeah, no doubt. Where Lance, it's kind of been, it's been consistently like, yeah, yeah exactly right. And, and nobody on the 49ers, I think, is going to be going, no player is going to be going, Lance has been amazing. We need to start him. Right. I guarantee people in the Bears locker room are going, why are we starting it's Andy happening. Dalton? Yeah. I think it's a different thing. And but Fields is just so much more in control of his body and the situation. Like he's been very good at seeing the field, staying in the pocket. Oh wait, it's time to get out of the pocket. And then when he gets out of the pocket, he has not looked to just run. Just like his touchdown pass in the end of the first half of this game. Mm-hmm. You know, he he attacked the line of scrimmage. And when no, you want to come up, okay, I'll throw it. Right. You know, but if you stay back, he'll run it. He's he's got a good feel for that. You know, Justin Fields has been been impressive so far. Over unders coming in the AFC momentarily. Quickly, Chris, I know you wanted to make a, a quick comment on the Denver situation because between the last time we were on yeah. and and right now, they have named Teddy Bridgewater the starter. Right. Your, your thoughts? Well, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not shocked. I think we thought it might have been going that way. You know, yeah, uh, I'm a Drew Locke fan. I think Teddy will be on not a short leash. But not a long leash either. I think there's somewhere in between. But my point I wanted to say about that was this weekend showed to me why Teddy Bridgewater is the starter. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. He didn't do like a lot of great. Drew Locke didn't either. But there wasn't one play where where Teddy Bridgewater was even close to a disaster or turnover or anything like that. Drew Locke had a play, maybe a second series, where he's in the pocket and he holds the ball for nine seconds. And he gets strip sacked and fumbled, and there's a turnover. And that's where it happened. I went, that's why Vic Fangio is playing right. Teddy. He we just talked about knows how to play, week. has a little bit better coach. feel. Exactly right. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. You know, uh, as I've always said, I do think Drew Locke can maximize that offense the most. But I understand Fangio and company being yeah. a little scared of Drew Locke, and especially after what they saw last yeah. year in person. I you get said it. you're a fan. I don't know if I would so much – after listening to you define your feeling about him as a fan, is you, you believe in his potential. Yeah, that's right. That would be the better way to say it. There yeah. is potential there. We've got to see if he can capitalize on it. Right. He had a good preseason and seems like he's going in the right direction. But, yeah, there's potential of him to maybe be something here sometime in the future. We'll see how it goes. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. 
We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, we're all warmed up now. AFC over-unders. Pete, Kristen, let's take a peek at what the man did last year. He won. He was 10-6. and Boom. 10-6. and Almost every season, that'll get you to the playoffs. Damn. We'll see what you do in January with 10-6. and six, yes. You, yes. you had a playoff kind of season with the AFC over-unders last I, year. Yep. So, man, I missed out on New England. I took the 10-6, and six, I think, over there. Miami, I mean, I was wrong about that. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I have no excuse or n- I have nothing I can even say. Houston, yes, man, they shit the bed, so I wasn't totally <laughs> expecting that. I thought we were going to see the typical 8-8 eight and eight Houston maybe gets in the playoffs, maybe doesn't. You know, I went on the Denver thing last year, like you saw, like um, we're kind of saying this year. I Maybe I was a year too early there, either way. But, uh, yeah, I missed those at the bottom. AFC West killed me. The Broncos, the Raiders, and the Chargers. However, you yep. hit for the cycle in the AFC North. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yep. On that. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Let's see how this goes here. Okay. AFC East. You're making picks, too, here. I know. Yeah. I know. Buck up, Bart. I, I got go. that note late from Pete. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm in for the picks. We begin with the Buffalo Bills, 11. Mm. Now, last season, they were 13-3. and three. Over-under on wins for the Bills is 11. <sighs> what do you got? Like, I don't think they're going to be 14-3 and three or 15-2. and two. Or thirteen and four. Nice job with the seventeen. Thank total, you. I'm the getting way. there. Yeah. Now I was, I was like, that's another like Buffalo. I wasn't sure how they were going to play this year. I thought maybe they might try to be a little bit more balanced and all those type of things. What we saw the other day is what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Josh Allen in the shotgun. We're not taking the ball out of his hands. Deal with it. Yeah. And he was amazing. Yeah. I mean, Mah- I mean, Allen has reached Mahomes and Rogers status, yeah. in my opinion. That touchdown pass, he threw right. like 40 you're yards You're just kind of like, uh, if your defense isn't great, yeah. he's going to beat you. Right. He's, he's kind of that good. Yeah. Um, I kind of... You want me to start? I, I want to pick the push right off the bat. Is that an option? Do, do we have a limited number of pushes, Pete, we can pick? He's not going to like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a no. I'll take that as a no. Fair question. I'll go with the over. I'm going to go with the over. Yeah. Okay. I'm like I'm saying twelve and five over. Okay. All right. And for all those out there, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if it's eleven and six. First off, it's the AFC East. They're playing the NFC South and the AFC South. Right. I mean, we know the NFC South. I think that'll be a pain in the butt. You know, but uh, AFC South. Yeah, you got the Colts and the Titans, and you got two other games you should win that way either way. But, you know, again, still, I'd like to see a little more from their defense, and I still think it's, it's hard just to rely on Josh Allen making magic all the time. He did it last year, but, you know, they're playing a first-place schedule this year. Yep. And they got, you know, first two games of the year, Steelers, Dolphins, that'll be tough. So, yes, I'm still expecting, you know, playoffs for the Bills, 
but I don't think it's going to be like number one seed mm, okay. or maybe number two seed this year. To me, this was, as I look through all of these, making a call on the Bills with the over under 11 was as easy as a call there was on there. I take the over. You're taking the over. I don't think 13 was overachieving last year. Right. I think they were that good. They could be a little bit worse than that and, and hit 12, go yeah. 12 and 5. Right. So I didn't spend too much time thinking about this one. I, I think it's uh, I think it's not only 11. I would put them back at 13 again this year. I, I hear. I guess here, I, you know, I said the you know the NFC South, and of course the, the, the AFC East is good. I mean, the Dolphins yeah, are good. The yeah. Dolphins and Patriots, I think, will both be. You know, Dolphins will be just as good as last year, if not better. I think the Patriots will be better. Yeah. So I guess that's where, again, I, like I said, I was on that 11-12 right there. I don't think it's going to be 15-2 and two or 14-3. and three. I think right. you do have a few extra losses this year. But, okay, we're going both going over. You're going over easy. I'm Pretty going easily, over barely. slash I want to maybe say the push, but I don't want to be called a chicken. <laughs> right out of the gate, we have a couple of overs. And my feeling is we're going to have two more here coming up. Uh, Miami, nine and a half. A little hook there to make you think a little more. Nine and a half. They were 10-6 and six last year. You going over or under for the Dolphins? I'm going to go over here, too. I am now. I don't think it's going to be a f- far over. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that either yet. Quite yet. You know. Again, they're gonna. They're, they're gonna be a little bit more of a marked man this year. You don't have Fitzpatrick to come in and save the day. Tua, I would think, is gonna hit a few bumps here and there. Not to. I, it's been great so far. I'm not trying to say anything like that. But they're not gonna catch people by surprise this year. As mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm saying altogether. So I'm expecting like that. Maybe a ten and seven. Yeah, maybe eleven and six type year, but again, yeah. I mean, they were one and one against the Pat, the Pats last year. Like, yeah. I mean, the Pats are you know again they're going to be good. It's a tough schedule to start the year too with the Patriots, Bills, Raiders, and Colts, and then the Bucks in Week Five. You know, that's where I get a little scared that they might get off to a bumpy start and then really have to fight their way back into the conversation here a little bit. But right. I'm going to go over by just barely here. I've got over by just a little yeah. bit, too. And my thinking there is uh, the number one, just like you just said, two is going to have some bumps. I don't yeah. think either one of us are wholly sold, although he's been much better. Definitely. So that there's reason to believe he'll be better. I think the offense around him will be better this I year. Agree. right. And the defense should be really, really damn good. Should be really, really damn good. So, I mean, 10, 10 wins is pretty easy for me to picture there yep. in Miami. Yeah. Okay, Patriots, nine and a half. This Gosh. is another one that I, know. I, I thought was pretty um, – my, my feeling right away it's was easy. one of heck – Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Was I'm the over. Too. I'm going over, too. I don't know if it's going to be, like, way over, yeah. but I just – in an extra game season, nine and a half wins. First off, the Patriots, the defense is going to be, I, I think, maybe the best in football. If you made me say, I'm going to go, Patriots are going to be one of the two or three best defenses yep. in football. I don't care if Stephon Gilmore's back or not. They got enough secondary guys. Their front seven is going to be a different animal than what we've seen in the last few years. So there's that aspect of it. And then, you know, hey, it's the quarterback conversation is, again, maybe what we're talking about here and everything like that. But, yes, I just think the football team as a whole is too damn good. Yeah. And I got too much faith in Bill and yep. Josh and, yeah. you know, Gerard Mayo at, and, and Stephen Belichick on the defensive side and all those type of things that, yes, I'm, I'm going with the over here. And I, yeah. I, I, I'm – think New England will probably get in the playoffs. I'm going over with all caps here. I'm not a betting man. If I was, this is the one of the 16 teams. This is the one I like the best. The best, yeah. I mean, I can easily see the Patriots winning 11, 12 games. Definitely. I could, too. I could. It's really just about can Cam get in a groove or whoever the quarterback get a groove to where I go, okay, if they don't get in a groove – 
it's going to be nine or ten wins. Yeah. If they get in a right. groove, it could be 12 or 13 wins. He can't be as bad as he was last year. No, he and cannot. And if he is in September, they're going to go with Mac Say Jones. It. He'll be gone. Right? Yes. Okay. No doubt about it. Yes. One left in the AFC East. Yeah. Jets at six. They were only two and 14 Somebody last was year. smoking crack on this This is line. a nice jump up for them to expect six. No. What do you say? Uh, under, all the way. Double nose here, two unders, yeah. I mean, just, just first off, the Jets start. I love Zach Wilson, but this is, again, you know, it's a team sport. I just want to let everybody know. It's not just one guy winning the damn game all the time. You know, they have a ton of injuries. They're, they're trying to infuse a new culture. But, I mean, nobody's been bitten by the injury bug more than the Jets through training camp. Mm. Shaq Lawson, gone. Jared Davis, gone. We got some questions in the secondary. Okay. Sheldon Rankins, who's coming off an injury, he's been a little bit banged up. Makai Becton, he's been dealing with injuries. Elijah Vera Tucker hasn't done much. He's has an injury. You know, then you got a rookie quarterback and a whole new thing like that, and you're in the, the AFC East. Uh, to me, like... Anything above two or three wins is actually kind of good for the Jets this year. I mean, four wins is massive improvement. I know it's Who double. Who came up with six? I don't know. And then, you know, and again, when you, you know, again, I'm huge on early season schedules. Yeah. But Panthers, Patriots, Broncos, Titans—the first four games of the year—the Jets are not as good as any of those four teams. They're not. Maybe they could steal a game. I don't know. But I'm just telling you, I think from what I've seen, especially from Carolina and all that, yes, I don't think they're as good as any of those teams. Then they get the Falcons in the bye, and then they got Patriots, okay, and then they got Bengals, but then they go Colts, Bills, Dolphins. You know, I, I mean, I just think it's too tough of a road for a young football team early on mm-hmm. to where, man, they, they through five weeks, if they can be two and three, that'll be a that'd huge be good. positive. yeah. yeah. I'm expecting probably to be one and four realistically. Yeah. Yeah. So, so j- just to make it clear, yeah. you still feel good about Zach Wilson. Definitely. Think the team's moving in the right direction. Yep. But going from two wins to six is just, it's a, it's a little rich. It's a little rich. And then with the injuries and all of that, too, and the state of their division, it's just tough. That's yeah. right. And, you know, the NFL's doing them no favors either. You know, you just, you, yeah. For a team like this, they need a few early season wins to build a little confidence and okay, we can do this. And not only the players, the coaches, all that type of stuff. But don't get it fucked up here. Zach Wilson's been the best quarterback in the preseason of the rookies, and he's been a baller. And I'm expecting good things, and I don't think they'll put too much on his shoulders either. They're gonna play this the right way. And I do one thing they've been is very patient with the run, Salah, Mike LaFleur. They're gonna run the ball. And not Joe Burrow, Zach Wilson, as I've said about Trevor Lawrence. But I don't want him to get Joe Burrowed either. AFC North. I don't. I don't want to hex you here. I, re- I really don't want to hex you. I'm going to remind everybody. You went four and zero. Four and zero. Four and zero. Yeah. In this division last year, Ravens up first last year. They were eleven and five. Over under eleven and a half. The half is big here for me. I'm going under with the Ravens. I think this is. Both? I'm going. Listen, Ravens. I still look at as a, a playoff football team. I'm expecting a little bit of a drop from the Ravens this year. Yeah, More offensively or defensively? I, you know, offensively, I don't know if it'll be that great. I guess here's my thing offensively. I got to see it to believe it in the past game that it'll really take off. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, that's not on Lamar Jackson. That to me is on Greg Roman. What they can do around him in the past game to make it better. Okay. Yeah, I know Lamar's not perfect. He's not Josh Allen or Mahomes or anything like that, but he's still awesome. I, the defense is really – I really worry about them a little bit. And, and, and like, Wink Martindale is an amazing defensive coordinator. My biggest issue with them is this, Paul. They don't have anybody that can rush the passer. And, like, you know, 
you can't beat the Chiefs if you're going to have to blitz. I mean, Mahomes, is, you're going to leave guys one-on-one, and what, he's going to float away from the blitz, and you're going you're gonna to be able to cover some of those guys in the Chiefs for four and five seconds? No. That's why they can't beat them. It's a tough matchup for them. And that's where I don't – I think it's coming to an end for Calais Campbell. Brandon Williams isn't quite as stout as he used to be. You know, they got the away kid who they drafted in the first round who certainly looks like a good athlete, but I don't think he's going to be like a big-time pass rusher yet. So, yeah, I think, again, really good football team, but I'm expecting maybe 11-6, and 10-7, and seven, maybe like yeah, that. Yeah, 10 or 11, 10 or 11 yeah. wins. Still a very good season, yes. maybe not up to, to their standard. Right. I was really hoping this would be the one, and I wrote these all out before. I'm, I'm keeping track here what Chris is saying, but I had these all written out. We haven't disagreed yet. Yeah. I thought this was going to be the first one. I thought you'd have you thought the Ravens. I'd go over? I, I thought you would go yeah. over here. No, Pete will tell you, I've, I've sent him a lot of text messages about – the Baltimore front and how I it has not popped to me at all yeah. through preseason. How and major that would is, the, me. is the Dobbins injury for you? Oh, well, it's it's like Gus Edwards is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love him. But where Dobbins is special is he's a home run hitter. And you can't replace home run hitters. Like You, you can't replace a guy that can go around the edge for 60 right. and get a touchdown on one play. Mm-hmm. There's great value in that stat, and there's really no stat that can really quantify that altogether. And especially the kind of runs they can do there with Lamar at quarterback. They can open the field up. Yeah. He's made for that. Gus Edwards is going to be good. Sure. He just he's, he can get 20 and 30 and a lot of great fives and tens, but he's not going to go for 70 down the sideline. Dobbins has game-breaking 4-3 type speed, right. and that's where it stinks for them. All right, Cleveland. The over-under for the Cleveland Browns is... Ten and a half, another hook there. Last year they were eleven and five. You taking more than that or less? I'm going more. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, me too. I am. I mean, it just you know. Listen, I mean, you, the only thing that stops me at all with Cleveland is just going. It's Cleveland. Are they going to mess this up? Because like we're we're kind of like prone to that like thought. But I don't see that with this group. And once thing. you get past that, exactly right. And I thought about that with the Jets, too. I'm like, am I just doing this because it's the Jets? No, like, no yeah, you're good. There are more real reasons. Yeah, right. Same thing with Cleveland. I, I almost had it pull me back. I'm like, it's the Browns. Come on now. But really, I mean, what's the weakness? If, if, if someone were to call you up and say, God, you really screwed up. I'm not taking the under with the Browns. What's the argument to think that they won't win 11 games? I don't have one for you. Besides the history. Yeah. I mean, there's not one. The Browns are one of the most perfectly built teams in football let alone they ended off on a good year last yeah. year, like going in the right direction. They're really built perfectly for the scheme they play. Some of the questions we had on defense, you know, a little more speed at linebacker. Okay, they got Anthony Walker. They got Owusu Karamoa. They need a safety because they play the Seattle scheme. They got John Johnson. Oh, okay. And then, you know, Greg Newsom at corner, who's a long Richard Sherman type of corner that fits that scheme. And, of course, Denzel Ward, when he's healthy, he's one of the better corners in football. You know, can Clowney stay healthy? Yeah. Those are things maybe. That's maybe the things. Yeah. Like Clowney and Miles Garrett. You know, Miles yeah. Garrett always seems to miss a few games every year, too. Those are maybe the only things I look at. Like, just the injury bug can screw what them. About, what about your belief level in Maker? Uh, I'm sorry. Maker? In, in Maker. Maker, Maker in Bayfield. In the leader house. He is <laughs> Maker in Bayfield. the leader house yeah. to win more than 11 games. Uh, but, but I think if someone picked against... If someone took the under here for Cleveland, they'd raise their hand and say, ah, still, still not totally sold on Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I am? I am too. 
You are as well. Yeah, definitely. Just the last five, six, seven games of the year were too special last year. And even again, I wish they would have played their starters a little bit more in the preseason. Yeah. You know, but the way he looked last night, Sunday night football against the Falcons, I know it was two drives, but the damn touchdown throw is what I saw consistently yeah. at the end of the year last year. Yeah. Oh, somebody in my face, so what? That guy's open by half an inch. I'm gonna throw it in there and I'll yeah. get it in. Perfect throw. Yeah. Touchdown. You know, I, I just and I and I feel like he exudes confidence and they feel it and they know what they're doing and I know where to go with the ball and the Czech's second year in the same offense finally. Yeah, even when he shouldn't have, he still had that feeling. I know. And now that he should, right. I mean, he's it's, got it's his justified times 10. this time. Yeah. Right, right. I, I just love the synergy with, with Baker and Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, I'm with you. Get the feeling that's really moving in the right direction. I look at them with, like, Kansas City week one, we know is going to be a beast. And Kansas City's played their starters a lot. They know that know. they're marked man and yeah. Cleveland's coming for their ass because they're mad at that playoff loss. Yeah. But, like, then after that game, they might lose to Kansas City. We know that. Texans, Bears, Vikings, Chargers, Cardinals, Broncos. Listen, it's the NFL. I know nothing's easy there, but they are better than all of those teams. All of them. Texans, Bears, Vikings, no doubt about it. Chargers are one of those teams that we know has talent. We'll see where it goes and all those type of things. But I have no problem saying they're better than Arizona and Denver at this point, too, to where I just I can't envision them getting off to too slow of a start here. Right. Steelers, uh, another surprising number for me, eight and a half. Last year they were 12 and four. I think you know more than any number, the fact that they finished so poorly last year is still on people's minds. But uh, the Steelers at eight and a half. What do you think? I'm going to go over here, too. I did I did as well. I mean, the defense is still really good. I, you know, I'd like to see what happens with T.J. Watt in this contract situation. Yeah. Are they going to get him out here soon? And are they going to get this deal done? But, you know, you got Devin Bush back, a middle linebacker. You know, they traded for Schobert. You know, secondary, the scheme is creative. You got one of the best safeties in Minka Fitzpatrick. We know the D line's good to go along with. And it seems like they're going to try to do what we talked about on the offensive side of the ball. I did a little thing last night, you know, just again about Big Ben and the Pittsburgh. Like, we can't be predictable and throw the ball every play and then be doubly predictable and go, we're going to throw the ball right here in this spot yeah. every play. Like, that can't happen. We've seen that there's definitely a change in mantra there. They're going to try to run the ball. I hope they protect him like Bucks did with Brady last year a little bit more. Let him drop back sometimes and just go, man, Claypool's one-on-one. Deontay Johnson's one-on-one. You know, if he's off, run a comeback. If he presses you, run a go. I'll hit you. Right. It doesn't need to be, always be so complicated. So I'm going to go. I'm not going to say that they're going to be 12-5 and five or 13-4, and four, but I certainly think they get over the 8.5. Yeah. Yeah. The Steelers being at 8.5 uh, to be exactly 500, I know you can't be exactly 500 anymore, but the people out there are saying that that's, that's what they are. This is a 500 team. Do you think that's because of Ben Roethlisberger? And yeah. people doubting him a little bit right now? Yeah, I do. I think it's because of that and what you said to start it off, the, the taste they left in everybody's yeah. mouth last year. Yeah. First off, like, yeah, and the O-line to Pete was saying. Like, it's all it's – all, but, but, like, Mike Tomlin's too smart. He knows he can't do that to Big Ben again. You know, that's why they drafted Najee Harris. That's why yep. they drafted some of these offensive linemen. It's going to be a different look, a different style of play. And Big Ben, I mean – Arm is still top-notch. I mean, I, I saw enough throws just in that Lions game two weeks ago to go, yeah. there's laser beams. And then he had a play where he moved around like old Big Ben. Like, when he did that, I literally almost fell off my fucking chair. Hmm. I was like, wait, he ran to the left and reversed right and went over there? Yeah. I haven't seen him do that in like four it's years. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I don't sleep on this Steelers team. Too many alphas. 
too much of a, a great leader in Mike Tomlin. I'm going over here all the way. One more team in the AFC North, the Bengals, six and a half. Last year they won four games. They were 4-11-1. and one. Under. Six and a half. Under. You got the under? It's like, again, I, whoever did this line was smoking crack with the Jets guy. That I did thought that this line. one was pretty easy, too, I for mean, the under. I mean, what, what, Joe Burrow? I mean, I, I mean, Jamar Chase, the way that's looked. I don't even want to get on the Jamar Chase thing, but yes, I mean, the way that's looked. And Joe Burrow, you know, listen, I still think it's weird that they, they took him out after three plays. They didn't let him play third down in the preseason game. They took him off the field on second down for one series. Really, we couldn't. He couldn't even play the third play. They had he ran three plays, one of which was a penalty, and they took him off the field. Paul, that was just weird to me. Just weird. I got yeah. I just I just I got to see that one to believe it. Yeah, on both sides of the you. ball. And I, I would like to. Yes, I would too. Burrow fan. I me too. Right. Yeah, but I just I don't see it happening Six this and year a half in, that, in that division. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then, you know the one thing we'll say about the AFC North. You know, they, they got – let me make sure I got this right. The NFC North, which I don't think real highly of that division. Yeah. We know Green Bay's real. The other ones I think are all kind of questionable. They got the AFC West, which is good, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's great yet. We know there's one great team. Yeah. And then there's some potential for the Chargers and Broncos maybe to be something. We'll see. But, again, i got to see that to believe it too. Right. So, yeah, I think the other three teams in the division are legit playoff contenders, and I think the Bengals are – contending for a top five draft pick next year i just took a picture of my original list of over-unders because yeah. we're, we're eight for eight we're the eight exact for eight same now. damn yeah. thing now so yeah. just, just so i can i can send it to pete and say i had this picked before we believe before you. i heard chris uh and whatever picks he has i i mean i i don't think the only one i had any i think the only one that we've i mean i had the bills one where i was just a little bit like on Waffle the push the, yeah. maybe, maybe barely over yeah uh, that's the, I think the other ones are uh, to me are fairly obvious, and I think you kind of feel the same way too. I agree. Yeah. All right, AFC South, Tennessee, a- another one that for me was was kind of easy. Nine team was eleven and five last year. I know they lost some weapons offensively. Yeah, uh, but the Titans with nine wins. What do you What do you say? I'm going over too. Yeah, yeah. I you know. Uh, new offensive coordinator, yeah. Todd Downing, yeah. certainly want to see that. I just have such great faith in Vrabel. He understands how to manage games. He just got a toughness about him that kind of just kind of permeates through the rest of the football team. You know the players team. love it. Yes, exactly yeah. right. You know, yeah, may, will they maybe not be able to run the ball as dominantly? You know, I, I don't know. We'll see. But they got Julio Jones now, too. So that's going to open the field up as well. And Tannehill's really damn good. Everybody's got to realize that again. I think they made the appropriate moves on the defensive side of the ball, too. You know, first off, they got three rookies who, to me, have, like, popped. Which three of those? Caleb Farley. Yep. I mean, it's been two games, and it hasn't been perfect. But He's I just, corner. again, I'm going on the look. Yeah. It, the athleticism, the explosion is the real deal. Yeah. Then they got Elijah Molden, who, I, you know, is like a nickel safety uh, type guy. And, and then I think even Honey Badger, like, made a – quote about him on social media like two weeks ago he really pops when you watch him Rashad Weaver their fourth round pick pops but you know last year their issues were secondary and things like that they got Caleb Farley they got Janoris Jenkins who I would tell you last year was like I I would say was the best corner on the Saints for the majority of the year he was phenomenal so that's where I look to them to be a little bit different team. You get Bud Dupree, who should be healthy yep. at least sometime in the first five or six weeks. And, uh, yeah, I'm going, I'm going over with them. Colts, same number, nine. They were 11-5 and five last year. I think the Colts are, are more than nine wins. 
or less? I'm like... This is a tough one for you? It is. I'm a little... Here's the first thing. Okay. Yeah. Wentz hasn't played. Right. It's a new team. All those. Okay. I I don't like that. Their first five games are maybe as hard as anybody in football. That scares me. I know they're good. I do. They're a tough one for me. And you said it's nine, right? It's nine. Yeah. I mean, it's right there for me. I'm. I want to say nine and eight, eight and nine, somewhere in there. I don't know what it is. I. I you mentioned I, the schedule. There, those first five games. Yeah. You still consider it. Seahawks, right. Rams. At the Titans, at the Dolphins, at the Ravens. And then you get the Texans, and then you're at the 49ers, and then the mm. Titans. I mean, at seven out of the first eight games are just killers. I, I don't know why. I'm, I'm a little down on it. Yeah. I think just because of that, T.Y.'s hurt. Who's going to be the other big weapon on offense? I like Frank Reich. I know he has a lot of yeah. creativity. You know, can they dominate in the run game? I mean, yes, I know they got a good old line, but Quentin Nelson's hurt. There's still who's the left tackles, a new thing here or there for them. And my other thing is about them, too, is defense, they're good. They need one more stud to pop, though. You know, really, really good defenses have more than two studs. Like, they have Buckner and Darius Leonard. If you want to be, like, top five, oh, you're a pain-in-the-ass type defense – from history, in my opinion, you usually have to have another player or two to kind of throw in there. Quiddy Pay has really popped yeah. and shown me something, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm down on the Colts. So I guess I'm gonna go. Gosh, I really want to go the fucking push here, Pete. This is where I want to <laughs> Pete, go. Pete is not play. allowing you a push. I'll go under. I went under as well. Nine. I went under as well. Okay. And it's one of those things. It was kind of like that. It's the, hard. The Cincinnati one with me, where I would like to see them be better right, than that. Right. Like Frank Reich. I mean, how do you not pull for that? Uh, and I would like. I would like Carson Wentz to be good for an entire season. Yeah. But then the more I thought about it, to, to, to put them at that point is to ignore the injury situation with Carson a sure. bit and to what he has been the last couple of seasons with the turnovers. Yeah. And I also think it's a little bit disrespectful in a tiny little way that Philip Rivers was pretty good last sure. year. Sure. He did a nice job. And are they going to get the same kind of quarterback play from September through early January that they got last year when they won 11 games? I'm going to say not quite as good. Yeah. So that, that was my reason for going on. I think it makes sense. And then you add that to the schedule we just talked about. I mean, hey, listen, I mean, it's, you know, a little slip up here and they could be going, whoa, I mean, we're we're two and we're two and four. We're three and five here to start the year. Those type of things, and right. I, I I don't know why, but I just feel like I can envision that happening. I'm right there with you. you. Know, it, it, there's a lot of things to like about the football team. I guess I just they're a little bit more like I'd like to see a little more evidence. I just don't. I'm not going to trust it to pick it right now. Right. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Six games left to, to have some kind of difference here in the over-under. Houston, four. They were 4-12 and 12 last year. Number set at four again this year. Yeah, under. I'm going yeah. under. A disaster. I just don't. How could you talk yourself into the to the over? I, I don't know I mean, either. Exactly right. There's, there's no way I can. There, the defense has got nothing to offer. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I just no real know legit playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. What are they? I mean, right. are they going to be a dominant run team? They're not going to be a dominant pass team. I mean, the Watson issue, all of that. Like, Trouble. yeah, I see three and. 14, new head coach, of course, new GM, all yeah. that. Three and what the hell is that? Three and 14. Three and 14 yeah, would be okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew all that math was going to pay off Damn, at some point. The 17. Jacksonville, they were 1 and 15 last year. What is their set at? Six. Hmm, that's way too high. So if they are 7 and 10, they go 7 and 10. You win with the over. Yeah, I'm not doing that though. I'm going under. Ding, 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 ding. I yeah. took over. Yeah, you took over. I took the over. Woo! I was, I was, I was so. I, I think I had just watched the Trevor Lawrence highlights uh, from the Cowboys game. You were affected, or he, he just looked like a Friday seven on seven. I know that was that was a little too fresh in my mind, but uh, I, I could I could see seven and ten. He played great in the game the other day. He really did. Yeah, I mean that that I mean. Uh, it was just exactly what he needed. The team needed a little bit. They needed a little positive mojo from their yeah. first-team offense. And, man, did he make some great throws in that football game. So, yeah. Yep. So, Paul, you got the nice there early schedule to get them going a little Texans, bit. Texans, Broncos, Cardinals, Bengals. You got it. I mean, they got a chance to maybe, yeah. you know, upset some people. Break out the Jags. No doubt. Yeah. I'm going to go under, though. I just don't trust it yet. I And then, listen, I'm not saying this is a big-picture thing either. Like, I, I think I have faith in Urban Meyer to do this whole thing. Yeah. And obviously you do too if you're yep. going 7 and 10 yep. out of the gate. Yep. I, I, I said this to my dad the other day. I said, Urban Meyer to me, it's more Jimmy Johnson than like Nick Saban or something like that. Because? He's not quite the micromanager they are. Mm. He's more of the Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson overseer. I know how to communicate and motivate. I don't know what this play called, but we got to attack this area. This corner's not good. We need to abuse him. We can't block this. We got to run these protections this week. Uh, th- to me, that's where I think he's going to be good, and that's what yeah. Jimmy Johnson was. It wasn't like he was calling the defensive plays or offensive plays, but all week he was going defense. We can't run that. They'll kill us if we do that. Blah blah blah. Right. You need to fix that offense. Well, that play's not going to work. Let's do this and this and this. You know, not necessarily knowing what you know the X's and O's are, but knowing yeah. where to attack a team. I think that's what Urban Meyer is. They're on the right track. I just I'm going to go under. You mentioned Jimmy Johnson. Made me think immediately about what Troy Aikman has said about him a number of times. Like initially when he came in as season the practices were so difficult yeah the intensity level and the expectations so high that it was tough right away right but the team needed that the team desperately needed it and when he left and people exhaled a little bit practices were a little bit easier guys weren't held accountable yeah. quite as much mm-hmm. i think troy re- still resents that time yeah. resents that change in atmosphere of the practice and if if urban's bringing that change in the right way in the more difficult way then I can see those seven. I rings. think you will. I mean, that's what Urban is. There's a reason Bill Belichick loves Urban Meyer players. They, True, it's football. Yeah, they're they're tough. 
They're all in. He knows he's coached them tough and physically at yeah. practice every day. So where they come to New England, they're not going to be like, oh, my gosh, we're hitting so much, and we're on the practice field so long. This isn't nice. He knows they're going to be ready. Right. And that's what, one of the reasons he takes Saban, Urban Meyer, and Greg Schiano players. Yeah. He knows they're coached like pros in practice. Yeah. I, exactly. I'm a believer in Urban. I just don't know if it happens this year. Okay. Yeah. One division left. All right. We're, we're off. One West. off. We're one off. We're one the, off, finally. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Chiefs. I, I, I think we might be off on this one as well. Over under are 12 and a half. They were 14 and 2 last year. Mm. So to take the over. You're thinking they're 13 and four, which recently would be kind of a routine kind of year. I know. 12 and a half. I know. Um, hold on. I'm going to pull up their schedule just to bring up my talking points here. Whew. I'm going to go over. Okay. We got two ba- in a row differing. Ba- barely over, though. You know, I don't look at it and go, like, again, hey, it's, it's, it's hard when you're the marked man for what is this going to be? The fourth year in a row, yeah. basically. Long seasons, all of those type of things. Got to play the NFC East and the AFC North. Yep. Maybe the two best uh, divisions in football. Or not, not the two best divisions. The AFC North is. NFC East, nah. I don't know about that. I don't know why I said that. That was wrong. But I, I, like, I could see a letdown, but I'm so impressed with what they did this offseason. All right? I really am with you know, the drafting of Creed Humphrey. Joe Tooney at guard, you know, getting Orlando Brown in the trade. I mean, they transformed. They're starting their rookie, you know, from um, Tennessee, right? Uh, is it Wyatt Davis? I get some of my rookie guards mixed up. They're starting him at right guard. Lucas Nyang at right tackle. Yep. Like, they're going to be able to protect him and impose their physical will. You know, defense, we've talked about. Like, listen, I love Spags. Getting Jerron Reed to me was one of the under-the-radar great signings. Uh, uh, Creed Humphrey and but who's the right guard? Is that oh Trey Smith? That's it. That's the Tennessee guy. There we go. Sorry, I'm getting him and I think Wyatt Davis is the Illinois guy. I'm just calling. I'm trying to remember my <laughs> million of players in my head. But you know, I, I love that aspect. You know, your bread and butter's Mahomes. You're going to stop that. You know, can they get a run game? Can they? To me, the big thing with Kansas City, can they get something to bring the defense mm. up? Yeah. Can they do something that way? See, Buffalo can throw the ball every play because they have enough of a short passing game and all the New England screens where they can go, you got to come up and defend these. Yeah. Oh, and now we can throw Stephon Diggs. What worries me about Kansas City is just it's always deep, 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 deep. And some of these defenses are just going to go, well, we're going to play deep, 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 too. Yeah. And what are you going to do to bring us up? Right. That scares me a little bit. I'm going to guess Andy's got something for for that. I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, so just like, I, I'm going over, over but just over. barely. Okay. I, I don't think this is like a 15-2, and 14-3 sure. and three type year. Like a 13-4 and four kind of year. Yeah, so. I really, against another one where I'd like to go the push and go, I think right. they're going to be 12-5. And, and I'm hitting the under for a couple of reasons yeah. here, Chris. I, I buy into what you're saying. And if you want to say, like I wouldn't argue against somebody who said that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Like that, that's, that's not outlandish at all. But I think they're going to lose week one. I, yeah. think the, I, yeah. I think the Browns are going to get them. I, I would, I, they match up good with them. The only yeah. thing that makes me scared there is the Browns haven't played enough of their starters. That's my That's one fair. thing where yeah, I yeah. just want to yeah. go, Kansas City's going to be ready to play. Yeah. Browns are going to kind of be like, Oh, this is our first game, and like uh, that, that's the only thing I'm. But I, but Fair your enough. point's right. I so mean, I hear you too. That's number one for me. Number yeah. two, they have been dominating at a level offensively yeah. in that division so much. Those other three defenses that are pretty good: 
Broncos. I know. You can see Chargers the Raiders and Chargers be better, being yeah. a lot better. Yeah. That had to be an off-season priority in those meeting rooms, is to be better against that Chiefs offense. Definitely. And I think that'll cost them a game or two. I don't think it'll cost them the division. Sure. But cost them a game or two. I get that. To me, 12-5 and five makes a lot of sense for that team. Yeah. With, with a real promising January coming up. But I just didn't feel good about going 13. Yeah. So you're 12, was it, 12, was it, it's 12, 12 and a half. 12 and a half. I think they'll be 12 and five. Ooh. So I'm taking the under. Damn. Yeah. The, I, you know, as I, didn't, the push I didn't know. That, I forgot about the half there. Maybe I should have gone the, the under hook, too. The hook. It got you. Okay. We'll Hold keep on. an eye Let on that one. Let me just look at that a little oh, more. You, that, yeah. We are considering It's a really here. tough one. I'm really – I mean, it, to me, it is that 12 or 13 wins. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go under two. All right. I'm going to join you in 12-ville. Yep. Biggest, am, biggest reason? That's where I was. I don't know why. I, from that, I thought 12 was the over-under in that one, so I chickened out. I thought it was a push. I didn't want to do that. Maybe I didn't emphasize the half there. No, I, did, I probably didn't listen up. to you. I just, just went, wait, what? What? who's that guy? <laughs> Tired of this guy. White uh, noise over there from that side uh, of the table. But, but you know, th- this is my point. When I've said the NFC East, here's what I wanted to get to a little bit. The one thing that I think will be qu- interesting with the NFC East the we know the Washington D is real. Yeah. So that's not going to be necessarily easy. And the Giants, it's a New England scheme. So even though they might not be like the big blue 1986 wrecking crew or anything like that, there is going to be – they're going to have schematically some stuff that can give them some issues altogether. I mean, the start of their schedule is pretty tough. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are the man. Mahomes looked really awesome throwing the football the other he night. Did. Yes, he did. I still don't think he looks totally normal running. Mm. I'm going to continue to watch that. Okay. You know, I really am. Um, but, okay, I'm with you. I'm going 12-2. Okay. Just barely under. Two unders on the Chiefs. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Chargers, nine and a half. The hook. Yeah. The half is half there. <laughs> Thank you. Nine and a half wins for the Chargers. They were seven and nine last year. They were a, a promising, competitive, fun watch last year, but they were only seven and nine. I'm going to go the under. As did I. You did, too. Yeah. 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 I just Wanted can't give to them go 10. Over. I know. I do, too. Yeah. I think it's going to be – I can see eight real easily. I can see nine. But it's that hook. It's going to be fun to watch. Love Herbert. But I just I, – I couldn't pencil him in for ten. I, I, I'm with you. You know, you know, again, health on the defensive side of the ball, totally new scheme with, you know, Brandon Staley and him implementing that. You know, I guess where's the run game at? Will they have a legitimate one? Yeah. I don't know. They changed their offensive Offense, coordinator. Yeah. You know, with Joe Lombardi, Lombardi, I'm still to me that was one of the the lesser moves of the. I don't know why they let yeah. Shane Steichen go. You know, I know Herbert's the man. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But yeah, I just uh, I'm with you. How about the Chargers' history of like being close? Yeah, like losing in an exciting and, I just and dramatic think of them way. With the new coaching staff and all that stuff too. It's just like they're gonna have to learn their way a little bit. Yeah. They'll probably lose a game or two where you go, oh, they should have won that. They outplayed that team and they lost. But or, yeah, but yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you know and. Uh, yeah, I guess that's just a little bit the way I feel about them. Uh, I, you know, again, I know they were seven and nine last year and blew some games and did things like that. And Herbert was really awesome and all that. But again, I guess I have a little bit of the feel of like they're not going to sneak up on everybody this yeah. year that way. Uh, it is a tough schedule. I look at their start with you go Washington, okay, Dallas in week two. We know they can win that. Chiefs, Raiders. Here we go. Chiefs, Raiders, Browns, Ravens. I mean, the Cowboys are the only team I could sit there and go, they're better than them. Yeah. The Raiders, they're every bit as good, if not equal, maybe a little bit better. But I mean, I could see them starting out two and four. Yeah. You know, two and yeah. five with the Patriots week eight. 
Yeah. They're going to be close every game, but they don't pull it out. I don't know. There's just something about them i got to see a little bit more to really yeah. say, okay, over, playoffs, let's do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, to win on the over, it has to be double-digit wins for the Chargers. And I think you can believe in where they're going and really like Herbert and think yeah. that the, the, the coach is moving in the right direction, but still say, eh, that's yeah. a little bit too much, and we're both down on the same side there. Yeah. All right, Broncos. Five and eleven last year. Yeah, eight and a half. There's some belief in Vegas in the in the uh, Broncos. Eight and a half wins. Like, oh, this is they're right on it for me. Like, I'm Broncos are one of those teams that I'm on the, like the fence about. Do I pick them to go to the playoffs or not? The Chargers are a little bit the same thing. You know, ultimately, I don't think I'm going to pick Denver to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't. I. It, I could talk you into this one like, the way I feel about it. I'm like, going to go under. Yeah. I'm going to go eight. I think it's going to be like eight and nine. Right? It was eight and a half as the hook there. Eight and a half, eight and a half. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go there eight and nine. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe seven and ten. I would have taken the under even if it was seven and a half. You would have. Yeah. Yeah. Defense is, is good. I mean, I just – the Teddy Bridgewater thing last last year in Carolina was just yeah, so average to me. Yeah, I get you. I know. We're going to see where that goes. That's, yeah. to me, the, the million-dollar question. Can yeah. he take advantage of all these weapons they have there? Right. Um, I don't think they're going to stink, but I'm not going to pick them to win nine games. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah, it's very easy schedule early. I mean, yeah, that Giants game, that's going to be a huge game for both teams because they're both going to be, like, really hungry to get off the schneid, get off to a good start, all of that type of things. But, yeah, they're better than the Jaguars and the Jets, certainly. You know, mm-hmm. life gets harder after that. I do think they might have a little bit more of a run game this year. I mean, hey, um, Melvin Gordon looked really good the other night. I mean, really good along with the guy they drafted out of uh, North Carolina, Javante Williams, in the second round. So they could have that aspect. It could be all right. But, like, I, you're, you're, I mean, we said it. The defense is good, but how good? I just don't know yet. Like, good? I want to yeah. think they're going to be really good with Chubb and Von Miller back. Yeah. You know, got Kyle Fuller in the secondary. Sertain looks awesome. Kareem Jackson at safety. Like, there's a lot to like. Right. But here's what I always go back to. With like Denver a little bit, the interior part of their defense I think scares me a little. Mm. Like who who's who's the guy you talk about? At, know. You know, middle linebackers are solid, defensive tackles are solid, but nothing great that way. And like you said, with the Teddy Bridgewater, all of that, I guess I'm just a hair down on it. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna go on the under. One final team. Yep. One the last time. Raiders. The Raiders. So so 500 last year. I mean, they they were the epitome of just right there, eight and eight. Seven, only seven. <sighs> Not even These a hook. Are the, 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 I think the AFC West has been the toughest over unders because it's like uh, to me they're like right on where I want to pick them. Now, yeah. Not that like I feel like my I'm gonna say what I want to say about the Raiders. Like the Raiders aren't going to the playoffs. Yeah. All right. I just don't know if they're gonna be eight and nine, or seven and ten, or six and eleven. There you are. I'm just not sure where they're gonna be. So that's where I'm like in between on. But again. Right, my first point is just like, okay, defense will be better because Gus Bradley is a good defensive yep, coach, yep. but there's just not enough good players on it. Mm. So I don't know how good it can really be. Yeah. Change your offensive line, which, listen, like, I know, Gruden's no idiot. He's got some guys there that are going to be good. I yeah. think they're still going to be admirable. But I got to see Henry Ruggs. I got to see him take the next step, do those type of things. They have an incredibly tough schedule. Pete just got in my ear and said it's the toughest schedule in football. Is it really? Yes. How'd that happen with an 8-8? Eight and eight? 
If you go by Vegas win totals, Pete says it's the toughest there is. Now, when you look at it and go Ravens, Steelers, Dolphins, Chargers, yeah, they could easily start out 0-4. Easily. Yeah. You know, they got the Bears, Broncos, and Eagles. Got a little stretch there to rebound. You know, but then I go, you get towards the end of the year, and I look at Washington, Kansas City, Cleveland, Denver, the Colts, the Chargers again. You know, and there was another Kansas City game above that. Yeah, I just, it was seven. Seven. Damn. Seven exactly. All right, I'm going to go with the over. Okay. I did as well for a very lame reason. I looked at the rest of the AFC West, and I had under, under, under. I'm like, I got to have somebody at over because I could see it going either way. So, yeah. I think they're like. Thank you, Pete. It's terrific logic. I mean, yeah. again, that would be another team where I'd go, I want to pick the push, really. Yeah. I want to make it seven and ten. Yeah. That's how I look at them. I think we should have one and a half pushes I don't think they're going to go six and 11. I guess I guess I just envision more eight and nine, but yeah. I think that's right in the wheelhouse of what they will be. You you can take the over and come back to your main feeling about them that it's not a playoff team. Yes, they could be eight and nine. That's that's the truth. Or I even don't nine look, and eight. I don't look at it as a playoff team. Yeah. I think Derek Carr could have a good year and put up great numbers and do a lot of things where we go, man, he played well. I just don't know yeah. if there's going to be enough around him to help him. Yeah, you know, and and to me that that is the big thing, the defense. Ten and it, six missed the playoffs last year, Pete. Dolphins yeah. were ten and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess that's where I come to. But I mean, yeah, I just you know I, I think of them and I go, who's the standout defensive lineman? I know they got Yannick and Gakwe. Okay, but I'm not gonna like go. Oh my gosh, it's over. You can't block that guy. He's yeah. he's good. Don't get me wrong. He fits that scheme. All that middle linebackers. I mean linebackers are they don't pop. You know, and the secondary I think has questions too. I mean, they've got some good, but not great. So yeah. that's where I just – I can't buy into it. I really can't. So I, I'm, I'm going with the over, an uh, ugly over of 8-9. and nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They gutted out to get 8-9. and nine. I think how, ma- how many teams did we differ on there, Pete? I think just Jacksonville. Was that it? Because he switched back on the Chiefs? Okay. We'll always have Jacksonville, Chris. We'll always, always have. have. The 21 Jaguars. You're going with the Jags. Yeah. Yeah, if it if it comes through, if, if I win this one, you know, no, next year this genius. time I'll give you a forty-two Jacksonville jersey. Who has worn forty-two for the Jags? Ooh, forty-two for the Jags. Um, the safety Barry Churchward a few years ago when he That's hit, but call. I know I'm terrific like that. Yeah. I am. Those are things I'm good at. I might not know my math tests or anything. Yeah, I am a historian though. Hey, thinking about the number forty-two, and this yeah. is very random. Right, I was. Uh, at the Rose Bowl this past week and called the UCLA game. Yeah. Jackie Robinson wore 42. Right. At UCLA, right? Do you know how many sports he starred in at UCLA? So, baseball and track for sure. There you are. And there is one more. but um, Basketball hold- and football. Did he do both? He, he's, he led the nation in return yards, either punt or kick in football two years. Holy cow. I led what I was that. the Whatever the Pac-10 was then, led him in scoring right. in basketball. Oof. Um, was a standout in track. I think he was the national champ in the triple jump. And, oh, by the way, pretty good baseball. at baseball. Yeah. 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 The so 42. Anytime I hear 42 for oh. the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be thinking that. Anytime I hear 42, I always think Jackie, for sure. Yeah. It's just like, that's his number. As much as I love Mariana Rivera, who was also 42. Or Barry Church. Or, or Barry Church. <laughs> Same class. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Lott. Lott. That's, yeah. that's a great 42. No doubt about it. There's been some other probably 42s we're missing through the, the time. Yeah. 
Oh, Paul, Paul Warfield. Nice the, job. Yeah, that's a good one, too. You're right. Yeah. Your yeah. dad had some good battles with Ronnie Lott. Oh, my gosh. Yes, those he did. Those old Monday night games. Those old Man, Monday night games, getting each other's face. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was a good one. We'll have Dad tell that story again. I think he's told it a few times. But, dad uh, hasn't been on yet. This. Uh, yeah, we'll get him Wednesday. I think Wednesday we'll Wednesday. get him. Okay. Yeah, Wednesday good. we'll get him on. We'll get him to talk about some of the quarterback stuff, all of that. You know, I mean, Dad probably sees things that feel a little different here and there about the quarterbacks. We'll see. I don't. I don't even know what he thinks about should Justin Fields start. I think he's kind of in line with me with the Garoppolo Trey Lance thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know where he is with Mac Jones or Cam Newton either. Yeah. So yeah, we can ask him those don't type ask of things until Wednesday. I won't. Yeah. I won't. I got no idea. All right, we did it. Right. Cool. Everything done. Yeah. That's that's uh, all all the AFC that was teams. Good. It's all the quarterback good old issues. hour and thirty minute podcast somewhere in that Maybe range. Maybe a little more. Uh, Might have been a little bit more. Take the over. Paulie's bladder only <laughs> has seventy minutes in it. It's only that was you, almost a song. Seventy yes. Paulie's bladder. We might have one by October. <laughs> He's only got seventy minutes in that bladder. Like he couldn't. He can't do PFT in the morning. It's a two hour show. I don't know. He'd two have to miss straight, him for a second. Yeah. yeah. He, you are you. close to a restroom back there, and you have breaks. Uh, yeah, but not as much anymore. Now that we're on Peacock, the commercial breaks are not as long as they I used to be. I will say Seg 1. I was watching Seg 1 today. 40 minutes. Or the A block. I forget which one yeah. we call it here. 40 minutes. It was it was record-breaking. Yeah, it's yeah. been like that Again, a the lot over. lately. Yeah, the over a lot in the first Was segment. it 40? Yeah, just, we, we've brought 40 every day right now. Holy cow. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, everybody. Peace out. Send in your questions. Seriously, send in questions, too, because I think we'd like to hit a few things that we didn't hit on last week in some of the AMAs. And if there's anything that popped out to you that you noticed this week that you think I need to look at on film or something that that, let's do it. But we will do NFC win totals on Wednesday. We will knock that out of the park. Hope everybody enjoyed the listen. Paulie B., you the man. Good to see you. kicks today. Who died? Orange. Orange. Who makes those, though? New Balance. New Balance. Wow. Look at New Balance being all edgy. I I didn't know they made any sneakers other than the gray with the NB. Yeah. You know? Where where are they? Show your... Yeah, they're they're on your... Move the wrong way. There we go. Thank you. Do you know? There you go. There's your feet. There you are. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Peace out. We'll, We'll catch you on Wednesday. See ya. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.